Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Hi. Hello. What are you doing over there? I was just trying to clip this to this, even though it's not meant for it. Like this cord, it has a holder on it shaped like this. (laughs) We are in the middle. The start of a polar vortex. Yeah, living in Canada. Eh? Eh? Which means, what is, I'm going to Google. I think it's like a big wall of cold that comes from the Arctic. And it vortexes polar bears to us <laughs> i wish so it's negative 35 degrees celsius before the wind chill tonight which is minus 31 fahrenheit uh-huh and with the wind chill i don't know if they do that in the states if they count wind chill but it's a very important factor here in canada yeah with the wind chill it's minus 39 that's too much. So minus 40, basically. I overheard some, I work in a senior's home, and some of the residents were like, going on about it's going to be minus 50. It's like, Whoa. Oh, that's when it almost becomes equal. That means it's minus 38.2 Fahrenheit. Huh. Needless to say, we're not going anywhere. No. And... Can't walk the dogs. Like, I have to go to work, but yeah, I drive there. Yes. I just had to have a little procedure surgery on Monday. And so I'm off work for a few days, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But that means we're probably not using any of this video because my hair every day gets taller and taller. Like it's off the screen right now. I know. Like, <laughs> it's where wild. does it end? You don't know. Um, also, the nurse at the, th- at the hospital thought we were sisters, like m- more than once. It was very... just just one nurse. One nurse, she was very young, which made it more disappointing. Yeah. And I heard you saying like, oh, I'm looking for room 16. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in here. And that's not accurate. What? Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was on drugs, but what happened? <laughs> they said, who are you looking for? Yeah. And I said, Carling Middlestead. And they were like, oh, and then you were like, that's me. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably still a little high. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Siblings. Or like, she was like, I can tell. I can tell. And I was like, I don't like that either. Yeah. Like, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and then she asked you your full name because you have two middle names. It's a very long name. And like, I felt like because of the proximity of her desk to your bed, she just wanted to like over eavesdrop on our conversations but then also be a part of like what we were talking about mm -hmm. but then i always also like the nurses were whispering about somebody and i was like speak louder i know we both got very quiet anyways yeah she was like wow you've got a lot of names this is like the longest name i've ever seen yeah and then she asked me what my name was like i think in hopes that did i also have two middle names and, and like the same last did our name? parents name us the same but also, if we were married, we might have the same last name, too. So, like, we were going to throw her way off. She's probably still talking about it. I should have, like, said my name was, like, Lindsay, Sarah, Adams, Ryan, Christina. Like, just yeah. <laughs> 12 names. Yeah. And, like, they like me more. They gave me more names. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, do you think she clued in when we were holding hands? Like, I don't know. I think sisters hold hands. I don't have a sister. Do you hold your sister's hand? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Like if she had had a surgery and you were like trying to comfort her? Absolutely not. <laughs> if you hold your sister's hand, write in and let us know. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> okay. Anyways, we are on to 7th Heaven, Season 2, Episode 12, Rush to Judgment. This was like, I was antsy for this one. Because at the end of last week when we had the very sexually tense interaction between diane and mary, mary. <clears throat> um <clears throat> they were talking about how much they liked coach coper. what's his name coper yeah which they kept saying it sounded like they were saying cooper or copra yeah i i almost looked it up on imdb but then she spelled it for some reason in this episode or we i saw it written or something yeah yeah um so yeah I, big episode, didn't go in the direction that I thought no. it would. Okay, so it's called Rush to Judgment, and I think every single storyline was a rush to judgment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, January 19th. Oh my gosh. That's almost, no, what's today? Well, today's the, the 10th. 10th. Mm -hmm. Close enough. Uh, 1998. Imagine if we just recorded, like, released them on the same dates. As they were released. Man. That'd be wacky. Start over. Okay. Mary's hurt and confused when her coach's interest in her moves beyond the basketball court. <laughs> like these are always very misleading. What what are? The synopses. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> They're not great synopses. No. Apple TV, but here we are. So do I start with Simon first? Because <laughs> yeah. I think this was another one. It went nowhere. And they just thought, crap, we forgot about the little kids again. Okay, let's make Simon a golf addict. Yeah. So he was a baseball addict. He played baseball and had to get a vaccine. So like seemingly out of nowhere, he's been playing baseball his whole life. Yeah. And then seemingly out of nowhere, he's been a magician his whole life. Yeah. And now... 
I wonder how, I bet you this was right around the time, 1998, because he mentions Tiger Woods, that Tiger Woods was like hot in the news. Yeah. For being a good golfer, not for the other things he did later in life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the first thing too is, okay, so Simon has a golf club hidden in his pants, in Mm -hmm. his slacks. And I get that it's because he's got a hole in his pocket, but how would he have bent his leg to sit in a pew? I thought that the whole time. It would have been sticking straight out like a boner. Yeah. (laughs) And what about the sass he threw Annie? Yes. When she was like, I told you not to, not to bring bring a golf club into church. And he was like, well, I wouldn't have been able to if you had sewed the hole in these pants like you were supposed to a few weeks ago. Like, Yeah. These are the pants with the hole you said you'd fix a few weeks ago, two weeks ago. Like, sure, she's a home, stay-at-home mom. I almost called her a homemaker. I hate that word. She's yeah. a stay-at-home mom. But, like, it's a full-time job. Yeah. Has anybody ever heard that? Is it a... Sorry, just for reference, yeah. I am Tiger Woods. Like, that. remember that slogan was 1996. Oh, yeah. So he was probably, like... He was only 19, and he signed a $40 million endorsement deal with Nike. Yeah. Ahead of his pro debut. Well, like, that's... Yeah. That's intense. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, so he's obsessed with golf the entire episode. Yeah. He... I don't know what I understand if he's trying to get lessons or get on the field. No. What's it called? Course. Course? Greens. Greens. The holes. I can throw a golf ball further than I can hit it with a golf club. So... (laughs) That's how bad I am at golf. I was like, that's either very impressive or very Mm -hmm. sad. I thought I was terrible until I realized I was left-handed. Oh, yeah. I'm also left-handed. Sports player. So then I still wasn't great, but... Like, lots of people who are left-handed sports players, like, they shoot a hockey stick left or swing a baseball bat left, like you and I, will golf right because it's the norm. I'm athletically ambidextrous. I am, too. I want a t-shirt that says that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so he's arguing with his mom about golf, and she tells him to go sit in the car. And instead of to go sit, get going and sitting in the car, he hits a golf ball through Lou from the church. The treasurer. Um, yeah, he was a few episodes. He was in a few episodes in season one when they were when they didn't have a treasurer, and Annie did the books. Mm-hmm. And they and Eric wanted to hire that inmate. That um... right. Why didn't... Okay. so Where'd he go? Well, and because in this episode, there's some money missing from the church. Like, I like that they didn't just jump to that conclusion. But it's interesting that Lou was the one who was against hiring this felon. Convict felon. And we'll tell you what Lou did. Anyways, so he hits a golf ball through Lou's car window. um, And then his punishment is he has to eat in his room. My kids would love that. I know. I said punished by having to eat in his room. I was like, sign these kids up. Like, you can't make a kid skip dinner. I think lots of that was a punishment back in the 90s. But, like, they're the Camdens. Yeah. So he had to eat in his room solo. Yeah. Like, Ruthie was there. And then he's acting like, okay, so he's acting like the golf club. And in him, it's an addiction. And, like, if he can see it. He, like, just can't help himself. He's got to touch it. He's got to swing it. Magnet to the ball. (laughs) So he's, like, 
kibitzing around. I don't know what that means. Is it racist, maybe? That's what my grandpa used to say when we were just like doing stuff we what shouldn't is be it? doing because we were bored. Kibitzing. It doesn't sound right. No. He was just being a hooligan <laughs> up to some tomfoolery. Yeah. He was being sus. Yeah. And he hits, well, so he hits the ball through the bedroom window. And he's like, I just couldn't help myself. I just, I had the club and then there was the ball and then all it of a sudden happened. I was swinging it. Ugh. Anyways, parents come in. Annie and Eric come in. Ruthie takes the blame. She's like, sorry, it was me. Yeah. My question, like if one of your kids was caught damaging something, mm-hmm. well, case in point, this summer, Wyatt was obsessed with throwing that broken fishing rod like a like a javelin and it was very pointy like it would penetrate and stick into the ground Mm -hmm. and everyone was telling him to stop yeah we eventually just took it away yeah like i don't know why simon wasn't grounded to his room to eat his dinner and the golf club was removed from his person that's what Mm should have happened those two things and all the golf balls yeah all golf paraphernalia yeah should should have been removed yeah like, kids break windows, and I don't think I've never broken a window on purpose. Ooh. <laughs> one time, we, like, put tape around half of a waffle ball. So that's one of those balls that's, like, got, it's pl- really, like, lightweight plastic, and it's got holes all in it. Yeah. So it flies through the air. But we put tape around half of it so that when you hit it, it went all wild and went through a window in the boathouse. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. But like never broken a window. Oh. And then, yeah, I think Wyatt broke a window at his dad's. Right. But not on purpose. Yeah. Like kids are kids. But also there should be a consequence. Like, like Lou, we would get into the story about Lou and the money. He repays himself through this money from the church, which I also thought was a little like it's not Eric's money. It should have been Simon's money that paid back Lou for the windshield. Yes. Car windshields are also, they're not just like a hundred bucks. No. I mean, maybe they were in 1998. That's true. Price of inflation. Mm -hmm. Like, I think mine was close to 300. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Anywho. So Simon ends up just getting punished. And then he does, he does, what's the word? Take the blame for... He owns up. Owns and he up. said, yeah. Thank you. And he's like, Mom, I have to confess. Oh, yeah. It was me. It wasn't Ruth. Mm-hmm. Ruthie. It was. It was a rush to judgment. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's a stretch for me, but. <laughs> so then Eric. At church in the opening scene. Eric's shaking everyone hand, everyone's hand like he does. And this angry-looking man, Lou, the treasurer, says, Eric, we need to talk. First of all, this seems like something, Lou, that maybe could be done, like, at a meeting or... Like, not in the receiving line after church. (laughs) Yeah, on a Sunday, just in passing. I also liked, though, how the first two people that talked to to Eric talked him up about his Wednesday service. And they were like, we want to talk to you about the Wednesday service. What are you going to talk about on the Wednesday service? Can't wait till the Wednesday yeah. service. And then Lou's like, Eric, we've got to talk about the Wednesday service. Is it common for all churches to have a midweek, midday service? You're, you're 
barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> if you go to a midweek, midday service, right in. Because I just, I think I know people who talk about it as if like, oh yeah, my grandma always goes to like Tuesday mornings or mm-hmm. whatever time. And I just think the way that Lou was pitching it saying we can't afford to do the Wednesday service. Like, what does it cost? How, like, well, so did you catch the part where um, Lou said something about like, things are getting expensive and we can't afford to do the Wednesday service? And then he said to Eric that the collection plate has has been really low recently. And Eric's like, well, I don't even hand it out on Wednesdays because like there's not enough people there. And this is what I'm saying, though, to, like, because people money. I don't know. Like, is Eric only paid for the services he gives, in which case, like, two services a week isn't enough to feed a family of seven. But. Like, I don't know how. I assumed he would get paid. Yeah, I would assume he would be on like a salary because he also does community work. Right. Like picking up denture cream. But where, where does that money, does the money, the money doesn't just come from the collection plate. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we need to start a church and get some answers. (laughs) Yeah, let's start a church. (laughs) So, Um, yeah, because he's like, he's like, I'm not giving up the Wednesday service. There's a few parishioners that like count on it. Yeah. People that have to work on the weekends, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's true. So. okay. so so Eric's like, well, that doesn't make sense. I want Annie to look over the books. And Lou's like, oh, like, you don't trust me to do my job. Like he was sort of at first kind of defensive. Yeah. And Annie's like, yeah, like, it's Lou's job. And he's like, yeah, I just want you to look at them anyway. Yeah. Because she and did then, a good job. Yeah. In the most nearly weaponized incompetence oh. scene, Annie is looking over the books. Like, at their island in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, Eric handles dinner. And I just, rem- I feel like the conversation on the way home from church, Annie was like, well, I don't really have time between Simon's golf career and sewing pockets and... This, that, and the other thing. Making spaghetti. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, we'll all make dinner tonight, even though last week he royally messed up for getting the roast. Also, didn't they have spaghetti? Wasn't there an episode where where they had spaghetti before? (laughs) What am I trying to say? (laughs) Like, maybe. I haven't been, I I guess I haven't been tracking their meals. I mean, probably because it's cheap. Yeah, and she only buys ground beef. That's it. I also thought that was interesting with the roast bit last week because she made that big deal with Lucy about cheap meat. But anyways. Right. And remember the whole episode? I think it was in the racism one where Eric like can't cook and nobody wants to eat his food. Yeah. There's been like a few. Yeah. So Eric's anyway, like messing around. Eric can't be in the girl job kitchen. Yes. And Annie's trying to do the books while Eric cooks pasta. I'm not and your Fitbit telling you to move. Like you had I surgery. I, a, Does it not I know had that? surgery. B, it says I need seven more steps to reach my hourly target. Like, calm down. I'm only at <laughs> 1,700 <laughs> steps for the whole day. And my job is to not move much. Sorry. Um, so, so, yeah, he's like stirring, like boiling water. Yeah. And nothing was, in it. And I was like so sassy. I was like, he's just stirring water. Like I caught something. Yeah. And then Annie's like, Eric, you're only stirring water. You haven't added the pasta. And he, like, if you did that to me, I we'd be fighting oh. for days. 
days. Like he turns and he locks eyes with her mm-hmm. and doesn't look at the pot and just pours this macaroni into the water like from a bag. Yeah. So it's like from a bounce, distance. Yeah. Bouncing going everywhere. everywhere. And he's just like eye contact. Yeah. Like that's aggressive. It's like and confrontational. Aggressive meets weaponized incompetence meets we hate him anyway. So Yeah. So Annie's looking over the books and she sees that there's $2,500 missing. And right away she's like, you know, he probably just hasn't entered a receipt or, mm-hmm. you know, this happens sometimes, you know, if you're just a couple days late balancing yep. the books or whatever. And Eric's like, nope, Lou's never late. Yeah. So right away he knows something's wrong. And he calls, <laughs> he calls Lou's house and the wife answers. I didn't catch the wife's name. Uh, Alice. Alice. <laughs> she's so dodgy she's so sus she's like oh he can't come to the phone right now but then she like they cut to her on the phone in her own home and she's like looking around like, <laughs> <laughs> like where are the hidden cameras <laughs> and she's probably looking for the lord because she knows she shouldn't lie it's a yeah, sin that's true and so yeah and he's like okay well can you have him call me and she's like yep bye and then she hangs up and then he calls again later and Lou answers and he's like, oh, yeah, um, I was out. I uh, just got home. He's very sus. <laughs> and Eric's like, OK, well, do you want to talk about this twenty five hundred dollars or and Lou's like, no, let's talk tomorrow. And then Eric. Eric's like, well, OK, can you talk at nine? He's like, no, I have to go to work. He's like, well, can you talk at noon? No. And Lou's just like, well, I'll come by when I can come by. Yeah, like he has a full-time job, Eric. Yeah. He's not running around picking up denture cream. (laughs) (laughs) What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Uh then he knows something's up, but he doesn't know what it is. And then Annie. Oh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so Lou shows up. Lou does show up at the, Mm -hmm. at at his, what is he, the office? Yeah. The chambers. And he says, basically says, yes, I took the money, but I'm not going to tell you why. Yes. And give me a couple days and I'll have it back to you. Yeah. And he then shows up at the house, returns the money. 
in like a sketchy envelope in his coat. Like he's it's one, and it was like one of the mini envelope, a manila, mini malen, mal, manila, Man, mini manila, mini manila yeah. with the button and the string. Yeah, those are old school. Like, was that the only way to? And to it was a, fasten... it was also a little ripped. Yeah. So he's like, here's your money. I'm also quitting treasurer and I'm leaving the church. Goodbye. <laughs> here's your money. You'll never see from me again. See from me? Hear from me? Yeah, either. <laughs> and Eric's like, oh, okay. And then Annie is grocery shopping, which I thought, what a full circle moment because she was carrying a paper bag. And now the plastic bags are banned. Yeah. Where we live, like now we have to carry paper bags if we don't remember our reusable bags. Yeah. Th- we actually just donated about 500 reusable bags. Like, I don't know what else to do with them. They are going to be in the landfill. Yeah, like, are they recyclable? I, I guess some of them are. Can they make them compostable? Like, I have too many. I forget them enough. that, mm-hmm. Or you're forced. Like, the one restaurant we order from, Skip the Dishes, delivers the food in one of those bags. Yeah. And, like, I guess we order too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Annie sees Lou's wife at the supermarket. Yes. Arm in arm with a gentleman. Like, I didn't think that she was cheating on Lou at at all. Yeah, I was like, oh, right away I was like, oh, this must be her son. Yeah, like who's got a secret son? Yeah. And, and Annie's like, yeah, I saw young. I saw her with another man, arm in arm. And Eric's like, well, they're still together. I don't think she'd be that brazen. <laughs> like, calm down, church church gossip. Like <laughs> let's just not jump to conclusions. But I do guess in their It was a rush to judgment, Carling. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Not a jump to okay. I see what you're saying. I see. Um, They're but, also rushing to judge Lou on why he took the money. Yes, because they're like, oh, is it a, is it drugs? Is it gambling? Mm-hmm. And but to their defense, well, we'll get. It. I don't want to spoil. It. We'll get into it. So Eric and Annie decide to go to Lou's house in the evening. Like I understand that. This was pre-cell phone. And like I I grew up in a small town. People just showed up unannounced. I would hate it. <laughs> I know you would. I would it I, still happens when I'm at my cottage sometimes, but like I kind of know people are coming. Yeah. But like But even then I'm like, well, what time did they say they'd come? <laughs> you know, I just want to know so I can be ready. Yeah. Bah. So you can yeah. jump out and scare them. <laughs> Anyways, they show up to Alice and and Lou's house unannounced. And I wrote, this house is very (laughs) non-soundproof. Because they're standing outside in the, like, on the front steps. And they can hear clear as day through a set of double doors what Alice and Lou are talking about. Yeah. And, like, they're arguing, but they're not yelling. No. He's saying, like, well, it's just my church and I didn't want to leave the church. Yeah. Like convenient that the reverend is right outside the door so and then ding dong lou answers the door and who answers the door with him lewis jr yeah. their son he's probably i don't know in his late teens i would have said early to mid 20s or that yeah like the difference between sometimes between looking at like a 19 year old and a 22 year old they look the same yeah <laughs> i would have said like top end Mm-hmm. 30. Yeah. Low end 23. 
Okay, so comes out that Lewis Jr. is autistic. Yeah. I have... <laughs> okay, the character in There's Something About Mary. Yeah. And Rain Man. Mm-hmm. And Lewis Jr., like, why, why were we portraying autistic people like this in the 90s? I mean, one thing that we weren't doing is giving opportunity <laughs> to the autistic community to self-represent. That's very true. Because, like, okay, the show Parenthood. Yeah. Max um, has Asperger's, which is on the autism scale. Yeah. And he has it in real life. Oh, yeah. And, and I was about a, to be like, that's great. He's a great actor. He is, Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, like, I just think 1998, yeah. the 90s and people living with an intellectual disability, it didn't go well on Yeah, TV. what's that one about, it had two very famous people, and at the end, he's flying, and he takes her flying. Something about my brother, and he says, I love making cookies and marching band music. I don't remember that one, but. Oh, and he, like, I think he, like, falls in love with somebody. And, and they both have, have autism? I think so. Did you just type in, I love baking cookies? <laughs> and, and marching band music. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, well, I'll find out. It was very... Other sister? The other sister? The other sister, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. It's anyway, all problematic. It's all problematic, and it's almost like watching the original Annie when they used, like, a non-person of color to portray a person of, like, East Asian descent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> So they find like Jonathan Taylor Thomas voicing Simba. I never really considered that. Or um, the guy from Steve, Steve next door at Full House. What's the Steve Urkel? No, no, no. On oh. the show Full House, the next door neighbor, Steve. Yeah. DJ's boyfriend. Yeah. He was the voice of Aladdin in the original Aladdin cartoon. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your day. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of those, but that's very... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Lewis Jr. is autistic, so they put him in a state home when he was seven. This also rubbed me the wrong way, because that's where he did best. But, like, I, I don't think they had the type of yeah, facilities like and supports. And therapies and treatments that we have yeah. today. I, so... Yeah. Yeah, Did you but know it, that the province that we live in has the best, at least it did, autism help, special needs help in the whole country? Oh. Like my cousin back home, one of her friends moved to Alberta because, because one, of kids one of her kids is autistic and this is where they could get the best help. Hmm. All right. Anywho. So the state home closed and they want to get him into another one, but they can't afford it. Yeah. Because and then, it's private. And they... What they were even just to get him on the waiting list was twenty five hundred dollars. Bing bang boom, <laughs> that's where the money was needed. And, and they so burned they through their savings. Yeah. So then they and he cashed in his life insurance. Like, I don't know if you, I don't think you can do that in Canada. That doesn't seem like a thing. 
but like I've heard them say it in other TV shows. Mm-hmm. I must be an American thing, but like seems like a bad idea. But if you don't have health care and you have like a kajillion dollar surgery and like, is that something people do? Do they cash in their life insurance? Yeah. To pay, like, do you know what I mean? Like, while they're still alive, because now you're in debt. It just seems not great. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I just wrote, but it is closed. And now Lewis is agitated. <laughs> I wrote. Oh, I took it. I I, I said, <laughs> I wrote, I did write that he seemed um angry, but I erased it. Oh, how can you tell you erased it? Like I remember typing it oh. and then I was like, oh, I wrote something like that too, but it's gone. So. I see. Yeah. So there were, yeah. But I, what I find funny is that Eric and Annie didn't know. So he's been going to the church longer than Eric's been involved in the church. And they didn't know that Lewis and Alice had a kid. Yeah, they were ashamed because they had to send him away at seven. I just think, like, he's not, he hasn't come home for Christmas. You don't have pictures of him. You don't. Yeah, you, uh, you cut him out of your life. <laughs> yeah, it seemed very yeah. You're bizarre. dead to me, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis Jr. Until your state-run home closes. And now what are we going to do with you? Yeah, that is a little. Turn to crime. <laughs> Oh, and then Eric says, yeah, I just feel so bad. Like, even if he took it for a good reason, it's still theft. I had to call the bank and tell them I lost a checkbook. Yeah. So they could freeze the account. He's like, now he's got me lying to the bank. Like, calm down, Eric. You did a good thing, Eric. Like, yeah. shut up. Shut up. Plan your sermons yeah. earlier. All right. So rush to judgment there turned out to be... Okay. Yeah, it did. <laughs> they come back to church on a Wednesday oh, service mm-hmm. with Lewis Jr. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is a good lead up. So they come back to church with Lewis Jr. Arm in arm with Annie. Arm in arm with Annie. And there's been something going on in the background with Mary and Lucy and Matt and Coach Coper. And they have like a moment of silence in the church. And Annie has like a come to Jesus moment. And runs. And runs. She says, I don't know what's going on. Everything might be okay, but it might not be okay. I gotta gotta go. go. And she runs out of church. Okay. So at the very beginning of the episode, Matt and Mary and Lucy are sitting around complaining about high school, basically. Matt's complaining because he thinks that Coach Cooper, Coper, I can't, I don't, like. it's even weird, spelt weird to say. It's K-O-P-R-A. K-O-A-P-E-R is what I wrote. Coper. 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 All right. It's fluid. It's between Cooper, Coper, and Coper. Yeah. Anyways, Matt's upset because he's his English teacher as well, and he thinks he's being hard on him. Mary is just, like, smitten with him because she's getting him back on the team. Yeah. He's been working with her, and he thinks that within the next two weeks, she's going to be back on the team. Yeah. So coach is the best. And he's like doing like after hours one-on-one coaching with her, like working with her in the gym during study hall, etc. And there is a scene in the very beginning where Annie questions Mary why 
she says she says why does coach coper like mary more than matt or is it why does mary like have such a different version of yeah, coach coper I guess that's than how matt it's worded. yeah and she's like because he's got high standards and expects us to work hard and matt's just not that into it yeah and i think that's where she was like hmm yeah so then it cuts to the english class and coach coper is giving matt a hard time but he actually like buckled down and wrote the read the book and wrote the paper and so he makes matt stand up and like verbally explain the paper to the whole class and matt nails it so then he's like oh okay um and then matt and lucy are matt and lucy this is the first episode where matt and lucy have had like more camaraderie more camaraderie and it's always been like matt and mary usually or mary yeah. and lucy so I guess it's because all three of them are going to the same school now. Yeah. But so, Matt wants to rush home yeah. and finish this paper to, like, show him who's boss. And he tells Lucy, go find Mary. Ask if she can get a ride home so we don't have to wait for her after because she's doing coaching. Yeah. And then meet me in the car. And she's like, okay. So she comes busting around the corner at the exact moment that Mary and Coach... so. So Mary has like broken a running record or something. Yeah, her best. Her She's best like, of some know. sort record. And he's like, you beat it. And they hug. But like. Like there's hugging and then there's pressing the front of your body exactly against the front of another body. And like, and he kind of humped her a bit. Like he like <laughs> jiggled her around. Like he was trying to. Like he was trying to jump, like jump for joy hugging. Like. Yeah. Like a teenage girl. <laughs> like the Duggars would never. Oh my God. Are you kidding Side me? Side hugs only. Side hugs only. There would have had to have been a chaperone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so Lucy sees it and it gives her a funny feeling. And not <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Lucy starts thinking about the, her own ways she hugs people. It gives her an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. But she doesn't know why. Yeah. So she And was, it was. It was too long and too gyrate. Too much of their bodies were touching. A teacher has never, ever, ever touched my body, which is good, in that way. <laughs> like, like, I've hugged teachers, but when you hug somebody, like, I'll say socially, that's like, I mean. maybe there's yeah. only 10% of your body touches, but if 75% of your body is touching during a hug, in today's day and intimate. Age, I drove a school bus for four years. Mm -hmm. I wasn't no touching. Right. No one's allowed to touch anybody. Yeah. Even if a kid came on the bus, like a little kindergartner, and they couldn't do up their zipper on their jacket, I wasn't allowed to do it. Because what if somebody saw my hands down there? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's wild. Uh, yeah, I know. But also, kids get molested. So here yeah. we are. Not on your watch. Not on my watch. Not on your bus. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so Annie, or sorry, Lucy ends up telling Matt. Matt. You know, she's like, I don't know. He hugged her. And she's like, he's like, what do you mean? How? And she's like, I don't know. It just gave me a bad feeling. And he's like, okay, don't tell anyone. Okay. I wrote this. Tell me. Coming from someone who got groomed by another adult, Matt, Ooh. he tells Lucy, don't tell mom and dad. I'll deal with it myself. First of all, no. You're grade 12. Yeah. But he's a, a parentified. Yeah. He is parentified. Yeah. But like, he got groomed by Rachel. Is that yeah. her name? I think I so. I think it was. 
And, so, and he's going to knock and and he like didn't get the parents involved and it was a whole thing. And then Andy got mad at him and now he's doing the same thing. Yeah. So he goes to the coach. He's like, can I talk to you? Goes into the classroom and says, so I heard you're hugging my sister. Anyone else you want to hug? Or so like, yeah, like, oh, hugging me, not hugging that student. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he says, those are big accusations, Matt. Like, I don't want to be alone in a classroom talking about this. We need to go to see the principal. Goes to the principal, who's that kick-ass lady. What show was she in? Uh, I can't remember. Like, everybody knew her from another show, and I can't remember who she was. Yeah. But they go to her, the principal's office, and they call in Mary. And Mary walks in. So, like, never in today's world would an allegation of sexual assault, you, would, you wouldn't have the alleged perpetrator sitting in an office and call in the alleged victim without the parents without the parents and say um someone says this person assaulted you like what do you say about that <laughs> never never like and then they called in lucy so they called so in the, the, the per- uh, tattle's not the right word yeah the reporter the reporter thank you <laughs> the youth who reported the incident <laughs> And now, and then everybody leaves except for Lucy and the principal's like, you know, like those are just pretty big oh, allegations. She was on General Hospital for, she's still on General Hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Alexis? No, that's I think that's her character on, on General Hospital. Her name is Nancy Lee Gron. Oh. Gran? Hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, so that's fine. And the principal's like, I'm going to have to talk to your parents. And she's like, okay, at least you know their number. As like, if, like, they're always getting a call. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing was so wild. Yeah. So everything goes to rest. Mary's pissed. <laughs> Matt's pissed. I just wrote, where are the parents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mary's upset because, you know, it put her in a weird position with the coach and she needs all the help she can get to get back on the team and da 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 da. Like, go to physio. Like an actual. Yeah, like you had, you had surgery. Like this is an English teacher. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm trying to remember though, didn't he have like kind of an impressive basketball resume? Like he was going to go coach the WNBA or something. Yeah. But but then he wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. Or something. You know why. Well, (laughs) hang on. So he's in his classroom, like cleaning a chalkboard or something. And Mary comes in and says, I can't believe you're not going to coach me privately anymore because he's like avoiding her yeah all because my sister had some feelings and he's like listen mary like it's just for the best i can't put myself in that position it's my career and she was like yeah my sister has feelings about everything and she's always wrong and he yeah she's like come on like come on coach and she tosses the basketball at him so she catches like on a reflex yeah and then he's like okay so then she sits in a desk And I'm going to post this whole scene to both TikTok and Instagram. And he like, he's like, wow, you're so tense. He like starts massaging her neck. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm okay. And then he just starts like rubbing her arms and neck and shoulders. Like down the front a bit. Yeah. And then like leaning in to be like, why don't you tell me what you're really thinking about? Gets his face real close to hers. Like Like, get away from her. Right in there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, why don't you tell me what you're, how you're really feeling? You're not uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, ew. And and she just screams, I'm not comfortable with this, and stands up. <laughs> Which is like good for her. Yeah. 
because I've seen many a made for TV after school specials where the student did not know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what are you saying? He's like, no one's going to believe you. Yeah, he's like, he calls her a baby. Yeah. I thought I could talk to you like an adult. You're being such a baby. And I thought like, oh, and he's like, what do you think? No one's going to believe you. Um, after you, your brother, your sister all told the principal that it was all a mistake. Yeah, and now you look like idiots. Yeah. And so at this moment, Annie rushes into the room, but the coach doesn't know. With the principal. With the principal. Because this is, so Annie's had her come to Jesus moment in the church. And she's like, yo, you know what? Something is sus. Oh, because prior to all of this, um, Mary had asked Annie to sign a permission form to skip study hall so that she could work out in the gym. Right. And Annie didn't sign it. And she's like, no, just go work out with like the rest of the kids. Right. And that's when she was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And the principal's there and Mary sees them. Yeah. Like over coach Coper's And then shoulder. she like throws the basketball past his face, hits the wall. And she's like, well, they'll believe me. And she runs over to Annie he like spins around and the principal's like coach copra you're fired <laughs> and he's like for what like she just has so many bad at this principal has so many badass moments yeah of being like i don't know sexual harassment like interference with a minor or she yeah. like lists off lists all these things stuff and then she's like our lawyer will be in touch with you and if you're smart enough it'll be our lawyer getting in touch with your lawyer Ooh. <laughs> why wasn't this my principal yeah it would sweet Everybody needs a principal like this. I don't even know who my principal was in high school. Like, I was never in the office. Yeah, I couldn't tell you who it was. No. Short lady. I don't even know. Well, so everybody rushed to judgment about the coach, but turns out, turns out it was right. Lucy's feelings were accurate. <laughs> uh, but sometimes you just get a feel about a creep, you know? I, I do know. You just had to touch that so many times to make it. Because I didn't actually. You were like, tap, tap, tap. But I, I was just missing it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't believe we're People already. get a creep. Next week is already episode 13. Yeah. Do you recognize that guy? <gasps> He's like the Rastafarian yeah. boyfriend. I don't know. I can't remember his name. Okay. So it's called Stuck in the Middle with You. Two boys are fighting for Lucy's affections. Well, Annie and Eric are fighting in a marriage counseling group. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Do you think they're counseling couples or are they in marriage counseling? I bet you they're in there to counsel other couples. Yeah. Probably like through the church, like a couple's Bible study. Yeah. Or like like marriage counseling, like pre-marriage counseling. Mm. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. With a marriage prep course. Yeah. I didn't do it. Oh, boy. And here I am getting a divorce. Here you are. <laughs> Had you only done the course. Had I only. <laughs> so thanks, everyone, for listening. And I hope wherever you are, it is not a polar vortex. And send or, some warm weather. If you're living here and listening, then it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Stay warm. Um, Where can people find us? Uh, where can't they? I mean, a lot of places. You can find us on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, you can look up 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. We are also on Patreon and Supercast if you look up a lesbian recap. Mm -hmm. And so if you want bonus episodes 
and more content and want to support the work that we do uh, for as little as $5 a month, you can do that. Yeah, do it. Do it. All right. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.